0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host Ashutosh Garg and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very senior professional from Gurgaon, India, Dr. Akil Busrai. Akeel, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you Ashutosh. Uh, Dr. Busrai is the Chief Executive Officer of Akeel Busrai Consulting He's a former executive director, human resources of IBM and Shell, Malaysia. Um, Dr. Bushrai has been awarded, recognized and felicitated several times. He's a keen student of nonverbal communication and is authoring a book on body language. He's also an ardent wildlife enthusiast and a serious wildlife photographer. So before we talk human resources, tell me a little bit about your own journey in brief.
1: Uh, interesting way to retrospect, Actually, my own journey has been um, very coincidentally and not very surprisingly connected with human resources. Mm -hmm. Uh, Way back when I was in class eight, I can go back to that age, uh, there was an essay called uh, The Bishop and the Candlestick. Mm -hmm. And the gist of the story was that the house servant steals the candlestick. And when the police come to investigate, the bishop said, no, I gift it to him. Um, and the uh, teacher had asked us to write a half a page of each of the bishop and the police and the and the thief analysis. I don't know, I got so carried away uh, in Ashutosh. Those days, we used to have full scale paper, mm-hmm. not A4, you know. And I wrote four pages on each of them. And when I submitted, the teacher said, did you understand the assignment, you know? Then I realized, oh my God, You know, where did I get carried away? Mm. But she was very um, uh, patient and she read everything and said, this is amazing at your age to analyze why the thief stole, what his mm-hmm. background is all out of imagination. I think that triggers off something in my mind that I was interested in people from that early childhood. So when mm. I graduated and applied for IIM, Calcutta and got into IIM and XLRI, the, the issue was to be or not to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I joined IAM for a week and joined Excel after that. Mm-hmm. So the journey started with HR. I was mm-hmm. very fortunate. I spent my early career in Calcutta mm-hmm. in 72. Oh my God, that's 50 long years plus. And that why I say good, because I dabbled in industrial relations. Mm-hmm. And today's generation laughs at industrial relations, looks down upon it as a riffraff job. Mm. But I was very fortunate that uh, there was a Marxist rule in Calcutta and West Bengal those days mm. and every second, third day would be one gherao or one strike unplanned. My first gherao at the age of 23 and a half. Mm. And I think what it did to me that I lost the meaning of the word fear. Mm. And when you connect with people at that age, uh, somehow you know that they will not you. Mm. all the shouting slogans and you for a few hours and that was a big learning. So my state with Blue Star as a management trainee, I got a lot of freedom from my uh, regional director who my boss, and I was mm-hmm. the youngest manager in the team, half the age of all other managers. Mm-hmm. So not many people took it seriously at that age because you know you're a fresher. So I wanted to look grown up. I started growing a moustache, wearing a tie every day, carrying a remember those days, Echo briefcase, mm-hmm. remember? So I would carry a briefcase. Most of the time, it was empty. <laughs> the idea was to establish myself as a as a brand, if you can call it. And I did not know the word meaning of the word brand that time. Mm. But the idea was to establish that I am a serious professional, mm. however young I may be. Mm. Then the career with Unilever took me to all over the place. I changed about nine jobs in HR in Unilever in India, in factories, in Dalda factory in Shamnagar, ETA, remote locations to Kenya, Netherlands, and you know all over the place. Yeah, best company to work for in terms of Understand. giving your
0: potential. Understand. And you work
1: with ITC, so you can go. Yeah, late. so
0: uh, I'll have to move on, uh, but ask you a few more few questions. But well, you know, you've spent uh, such a long time in human resources. My first question to you, uh, Ahil, is to f- ask you that you know when I joined, when you started working. There used to be a personnel manager, and as you mentioned, there's an industrial relations manager. Today, it has become the chief human resources officer. How has the human resources function evolved over the last four or five decades?
1: It is a big evolution. I think um, if you take in chunks of one decade, the 60s went in welfare,
0: hmm.
1: basic welfare facilities under the Factories Act, 70s went 70s went in industrial dispute. Hmm part of 80s also dattasamant in west and uh, subaram in south and jyoti basu and roy in uh, east so 70s and part of good part of 80s went in uh, industrial relation mm-hmm. and then came this idea that you know personnel is outdated mm-hmm. and thanks to professor tv rao and udeep parik they uh, brought this whole concept of hr human mm-hmm. resources mm-hmm and the world caught on to that. Then there was an expectation that uh, HR people will be the change agent. Mm -hmm. So we all ran around being change agents, not knowing what to change. Mm -hmm. You know, this tag, Ashutosh has been only I've seen in our profession, that people give you a tag.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Then came this business partner. Mm -hmm. No more change agent, no more um, um, people, welfare and uh, this thing, change partner. Mm -hmm. I'm not condemning it, but at the, the end of the day, what happens when you are labeled, you only deliver that much.
0: Mm, understand. You
1: get you get into claustrophobic tube. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea evolution that I see and I find significant is that HR was a specialist line function, uh, staff function. Mm-hmm. It slowly di- uh, merged with business and started making impact on the business mm. and those hr people who impacted business succeeded mm. were asked to come on the table mm. those who did not understand business did not make an impact kept on asking for a seat on the table mm. that is the basic difference
0: very interesting interesting you speak about you spoke about professor tv rao i've got a conversation with him next month uh is my mentor. A lot of wonderful, people. wonderful. So my next question to you is that you know, and a lot of young people listen to our conversation. What are some of the important qualities an HR leader needs to have? In today's
1: context, I would put it like this, Ashutosh, that what are the things they need to do, mm-hmm. qualities, and also some of the things they need not should not do. Hmm. Uh, let me start with what should not be correct. Um, you know, this sitting on nine by nine screen has become passion and vocation for many HR people. Mm. How fast they respond to emails? Mm. How fast they uh, send out a reply or a query? How fast they react? That is not what I feel is the right approach in terms of connecting with people.
2: Mm.
1: Um, walking the floor. Hanging around in cafeteria or at the lunchroom or on a football field, if you have one in the factory, any place where you're meeting people, that is the part which many youngsters should remember. Mm. That is the core part. Mm. Uh, Employee engagement and by having video cameras in the hall to say how many people are smiling, what percentage of people are smiling is a fact. Mm. I'm all for technology. I get excited with toys and technology. So don't misunderstand that. No, I'm against no, technology. Mm. But I feel that if you start having a look at the one hourly data of how many percentage of people are smiling or scowling, uh, I, I think we are going by fat and not really dealing with people. We are dealing mm. with people with emotion and you know, here a tail should not wag a dog. Mm. So we have all these toys and processes and employee engagement, dipsticks, etc. And we get excited or depressed by the result. We forget that human beings do not act in predictable manner. Mm. And unless you feel the pulse and unless you develop a trust, mm. and trust cannot be developed on screen on mm. a laptop. Mm. Trust has to be done through interaction. Mm. So showing that I am a human being as much as you are. I understand. Mm. So all this word in COVID, we heard of empathy. It is not new word. Mm. We've been practicing empathy. Some mm. of us who, who, who are sensitive to people's need mm. uh, did not realize how our things were getting done. Correct. And if you analyze it in a post-mortem, it was done because we displayed considerable amount of empathy.
2: Mm. Wonderful.
1: He did not have power or authority at that age to make many change. But we mm-hmm. understood. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the interaction with unions, and I go back to my early years, where I learned most of my HR lessons from my union leaders. Mm-hmm. They were dadas, if you can call it. Mm-hmm. They, they fought on the table. And then when I went, uh, when I would leave the office, we would be arguing till 7.30, 8.30 in the night, mm-hmm. in the conference room in our office. And when I would uh, leave the office, at that time, I had a second-hand Lambretta scooter, Mm -hmm. which which refused to start uh, many times. And those guys would call out in Bengali and say, and they would call me across the road Mm -hmm. on a chai dukan, Mm -hmm. sit on a wooden bench, take out my tie and eat puff rice. They call it muri in Calcutta and drink tea with them in a, other than where. Mm-hmm. That was the time real interaction took place. Correct. I could understand the pain, what they are going through. Mm-hmm. And when I went back to my bosses to ask for a solution, I had instinctively realized that this solution will not work or will
0: work. Well done. So well I
1: am grateful for that grounding.
0: So, so, given your amazing experience in human resources for so many years, what would you say have, have been some of your biggest challenges?
1: Many. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I look at my career uh, with Unilever, uh, working in some of the toughest industrial relations situation mm-hmm. in Dalda factory in Jute Belt in Calcutta, or in a remote factory called ETA in District Manpure in UP, uh, violence prone. Um, we had 11 days of strike, coincidentally, both the places, um, 11 days of uh, blockage in the factory. They were Mm. not allowed to go out, because we had bungalows inside. Mm.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: Those were the time when your metal is tested. Do you succumb or Mm. you stand up?
2: Mm.
1: How much of inside resistance? Nobody teaches you that in MBA schools.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You stumble or you discover. Uh, Sometimes that streak of stubbornness helps. I'm not being arrogant, please don't Mm. misunderstand. Mm. Um, That arrogance to say, I will manage Mm. pressure or no pressure. And when that happens, people understand Mm. that you are made of this metal. Good or bad is different.
2: Mm.
1: The challenges in Motorola was growing the business. Mm. I was looking out on 16 odd countries in Asia Pacific. Mm. They had to connect with the business leaders and help them grow.
2: Mm.
1: So it was understanding business hardcore. There was the first time I realized that I'm more of a business manager than an HR manager. Initially, it was a bit of nervousness. Am I going away from my core area? Hmm. It was not. Because I could find people's solution if I only I understood business. Hmm. And sometimes you have to combine the two. I remember when pagers uh, became obsolete and we had to close down our factory. Um, and there was a service which provided the pager services. We had to sell that we sold that company and in the negotiation I stuck my foot down to say one of the clause the buyer would be that they will not separate any of the employees they are buying from Motorola for 18 months
2: hmm.
1: they said you must be joking when we buy the company what we do is our business you can't dictate to me that 18 months I can't do this hmm. and I said if after 18 months if you say them you'll pay them what motorola would have paid them hmm. for 24th month hmm. till 24th month or ridiculous. The negotiation broke down. It got delayed by almost eight weeks. My country manager, although I didn't report to him, I reported straight line in Motorola to my manager in the um, region, Asia Pacific region, who reported to Global. I stuck to my ground. People were nervous, and so was I. Mm-hmm. Am I putting my leg neck out too much? Am I insisting on things that are impractical? Mm-hmm. But my theory was. That if I if we treat them like furnitures, then they will know that we don't mean to care for them, and we mm. talk, our talk and action would not consent. And mm-hmm. we were growing another part of business, handset, software, network, and what message would we be giving to them that one business we just sold of like tables and chairs? I understand. And touch wood, we got the deal for twelve months. They would not separate anybody. Wonderful. And once that happened, people understand that okay, there is somebody who can look after our interests. And once that trust is established, then challenges become very easy to have.
0: My next question to you, uh, Akhil, is on the pandemic, you know, and you uh, did talk about the importance of being able to sit with people in coffee shops and play football with them. Uh, And that is what in the old days used to be referred to as management by walking around uh, or at the coffee shop. How has the pandemic, in your opinion, impacted the workplace?
1: Yeah, it has. I mean, it has completely changed our lifestyle.
0: Hmm.
1: Our work style lifestyle. And it has had a tremendous impact. I don't think in our career we have seen such a major change happen right. to us, unplanned. Hmm. Um and that was a actually time when HR community as a whole, fraternity, showed hmm. its method. Yeah. And And really started shining because the line managers were like um, a deer on the highway stuck by the highlight of the car uh, headlights of the car did not know what to do Mm -hmm. and HR community rose up to the occasion and led the way to say this is how we deal with people and Mm -hmm. that word empathy that I used became overused during COVID Mm -hmm. connecting with people now good part of that also happened that work from home brought in two major advantages. About mm. I'll not go to the negative part. All of us keep talking mm. till cows come home. The good part was that there was a good opportunity to recognize and acknowledge mm. that women could do as much senior work, hard work, tough work, complex work mm. as men. Mm. There was a notion and a myth, a very mm. wrong myth mm. that women were disadvantaged, the mother-in-law concept, the managing the family, they can't travel, they can't do long hours. Absolutely wrong. Hmm. During work from home, data shows, and Hmm. there is a empirical data shows that women did in many cases better than men. Correct. Now, second, the youngsters who are tech savvy start taking lead, Hmm. and those seniors who are shy of technology got left behind. Hmm. So today, you will see that more younger people will take on leadership role than grey hair. Has no meaning anymore. Grey mm-hmm. hair or no hair was the criteria to get promoted to be director. thank goodness that has been put to rest by mm-hmm. pandemic. Wonderful. So, pandemic has also brought in good things. It brought women on the forefront, younger people with tech savvy on the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I think the future is going to be much more in the hands of people uh, who has been marginalized earlier. Mm-hmm. Well and said. I don't say by default, by by chance, but by Action mm. and they will do much
0: better. Well said. There, there is another interesting set of things that uh, you know uh, <coughs> happening in the human resources function after the pandemic, and uh, this is to the great resignation and the great termination. Um, I'd love to get your perspective on what are some of the causes of the great resignation.
1: First of all, I should please excuse my cynicism on uh, my response. Mm. You know, we get carried away by some of the buzzwords mm. that some of these business magazines throw at us. Great resignation. Mm-hmm. Those of us who lived through 2000 uh, Y2K mm. and the bubble, uh, IT bubble uh, have lived through great resignation in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. To give up a hype that is a great resignation, Everybody is leaving uh, is actually a misinformation
2: mm-hmm.
1: because it only addressed the poster boy of industry, mm-hmm. the IT and the knowledge industry. Right. There is no great resignation in manufacturing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: there is no great resignation in services. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that they are also a large chunk of people where people find careers. Mm-hmm. Because IT, ITS is talked about in all the magazines and media, we only think that oh, great resignation happened. Mm-hmm. Now, resignation is nothing New to us, cyclical up and down has happened, and when great <clears throat> hiring happens, nobody talks about it.
2: Hmm. Okay,
1: so, you know, okay, I understand. You pick up topics which are sensational, resignations are more
0: sensational than I am. Okay, I've your point <clears throat> is taken. So, I'm going to now move to your forthcoming book, uh, about body language. Tell me a little bit about uh, your hypothesis as you're writing the book and. What are some of the signs that you look for when you are talking about body language?
1: So, uh, I've decided now to do a second PhD mm-hmm. on this. So, the book is, will be part of my thesis. Okay. And I'm working on it. Hopefully, end of the year, uh, I'll be seeing the end of my thesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of body language came to me when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desmond Morris mm-hmm. was my first author and I worship him. Um, the idea that people do communicate more with body language, signs, gestures, expression,
2: mm-hmm.
1: proximity, far, how far you are, how far am I, eye contact, and a things. So at the airport, I don't read a book. I watch people's behavior. Mm-hmm. And some guess what is the relationship. Many time, Of course, most of the time I can't verify. But otherwise, it is great fun to understand. I read photographs and find out how close or apart is the family, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, this is practical. We don't understand the power of non-verbal communication. Mm-hmm. My whole thesis is on impact of uh, non-verbal communication in human interaction. Mm-hmm. And I'm also with the help of my guide who sort of been nudging me to say whether the Indian cultural aspect is, uh, of course, it is very different than the other culture. Mm-hmm. But does it have an impact on industry, and effectiveness of communication?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: A very interesting topic, I mean, Mm. you can can write volumes and tones on that. Mm. Uh, I'm excited about it, because that's my passion. Mm.
0: Okay. And I have time for only one more question. So this question is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation. Based on your amazing and incredible experiences as such a tall human resources leader, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away, especially people who are looking for careers in the corporate world? Excellent.
1: I, I, I feel uh, I relate more with youngsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, they energize me, they, in, they sort of bring back the spark. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wouldn't give advice. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be that um, uh, pompous to give advice, but suggestion. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say that only three qualities that Mm -hmm. um, they need, especially my younger professionals, uh, if they may like to consider. Mm -hmm. The first quality I give priority is humility.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. How big you become, how famous you become, how experienced you become, how how many stars you have on your shoulder. That humility, genuine humility, not put on humility. Mm -hmm. Genuine humility to be humble and mixed with all levels of people. Mm. I had a very humble background, so I don't have any hesitation playing chess with the driver mm. at the lunch room in, uh, in a corporate lunchroom, a chess with the driver. He may be mm. a driver, but if he's a good chess player, I'll challenge. Sure. And then meet his boss CEO for lunch after that. Mm. Humility. Second, and most important is have that passion. Mm. I mean, unwavering passion. Whether you come hell or high water, mm. this is what I'll do. Yeah. And that passion is what really drives people. And right. of course, the third one is to have enough courage mm-hmm. to develop others. And be proud. Mm-hmm. By, behind the scene, feel mm-hmm. proud. I had a hand in developing this person. How a small contribution it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that pride in developing people and, and developing people is not only loving stuff and being right. nice to them. You drive them up the wall. You kick them in the right part of anatomy Mm. and they may not like you. Mm. But later on, they will respect you. If Mm. you are there in the business of being liked, it's a wrong job.
2: Mm.
1: It's a wrong joke. Mm. Uh, But if you are there in the respect of making an impact on people, respectfully, of course, as much as it is uh, possible, then people will understand that this guy is tough. But working under him, I benefited. Mm. You may not be liked, but you will be respected. Well said. And I think once the youngsters understand that mm. being liked only is temporary. Mm. If you be nice to people, if you're a Santa Claus, you'll be liked. Mm. And you'll be laughed at afterwards. Mm. It's better to be have some principles and give value to people you interact with and be respected and maybe not liked. Mm. They will not hate you, but they may not like you. Well said. And if you are measuring yourself by how much I'm being liked, you won't be affected. So you have to choose between being effective and being
0: liked. Very well said. And on that note, Akhil and your three wonderful lessons, you know, be, have have the humility to be able to, you know, talk to whoever you want. And your example of being able to play chess with the driver and meeting the CEO after that is a great example. Second, you talked about the importance of unwavering passion. And the third one you said was, have the courage of conviction uh, in whatever you're doing thank you so much for speaking to me about your own amazing journey. It seems to have been so amazing. Thank you for talking to me about so many different aspects of human resources. And thank you for talking to me about your book or your thesis, which hopefully you'll complete by the end of uh, of this year. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you,
1: Ashutosh for inviting me. And if there's any feedback from any young listeners later on, I would love to
0: hear. Certainly, certainly.